Welcome to today's Eco Marketing Podcast, where we welcome special guest William F. Garrison, environmental scientist, eco warrior, ISO 14001 lead environmental management auditor, and never shy with his opinion or standing up what, for what is right despite negative consequences. Bill has worked environmentally from the starched white shirts in the U.S. Pentagon all the way to waste management at the bowels of international cruise ships. We're thrilled to have you join us today, Bill. Thank you for having me. This is a really exciting topic. Uh, you know, I have dedicated my entire career in environmental protection. And during this time, I've seen a wide range of trends in marketing that have come and gone. Well, tell us, Bill, why is eco-marketing important? Well, I have three things that come to mind. I think this is a great question. The first is there is a competitive advantage that is inherent to eco-marketing because it reflects on process improvement in your organization. You're trying to reserve, preserve, extend resources, use less. That's inherently a competitive business advantage. There's also a need to communicate what good things you are doing because there, there's a community, whether a consumer or a community of where you operate and produce and, and provide your services that have some level of awareness and they need to, and you need to control that messaging to them. Thank you so much. Now, let me ask you, why, it, why is it important for an organization to engage stakeholders in their eco-marketing process? As I mentioned, I've been working in the environmental industry for almost 30 years, and I've seen many marketing trends that have come and gone. And in these observations, one of the most important elements that I see is stakeholders have a need for credible, trustworthy information in market campaigns. And this requires us to better know and understand our stakeholders. Therefore, stakeholder engagement is paramount to successful marketing. This shouldn't be something by happenstance, but is part of an actual plan strategy for the organization to embark. Getting to know our stakeholders educates us about their levels of awareness and environmental impacts and aspects that interest them the most. This engagement process should be ongoing and it should be iterative, kind of like an ongoing conversation, if at all possible. Um, throughout this process, you want to have some type of communication policy. You want to establish communication strategy with defined objectives, identify your interested parties, determine what resources you have to engage and pursue stakeholder engagement, and then prioritize. Um, it's important to hear and understand what areas they want to focus on. Once you have that information, you want to evaluate and then figure out how you want to use that information to communicate focal points in your eco-marketing um, campaign. Thanks, Bill. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, certainly, credible trustworthiness within eco-marketing. Um, we've seen the downside of that with um, greenwashing and authenticity in marketing is becoming more and more important to overcome that. Um, 
Absolutely. I like what you said about the communication process um, and especially kind of a continuous focus on the priorities with the stakeholders. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how an organization can then select the right uh, approach um, that's right for their organization? Sure, absolutely. One of the key points to take away is there is no right um, right approach. You have to pick and choose what works best for the organization. Once you've taken input from your stakeholders and you've learned you learn or better understand what are the impacts and aspects that they are most interested in, you'll have to make it a determination whether you can actually address those concerns, improve upon them in some way that you want to market um, or not. If you can, you'll wanna pursue that. If you can't, it's really important to acknowledge that you hear the concern and at this time, the organization can't really speak to that or address that or, or have some type of environmental performance improvement. Um, but there are a lot of different frameworks for selecting a, an approach. Some might be life cycle analysis. So what raw materials are going into your production process? Are your production processes the most up-to-date and efficient in terms of resource use, energy consumption? Um, it could also be your product performance. What's the impact from your product or the service that you provide? Um, it might be just that information or a um, branding campaign. Um, do you have actual product performance measures for uh, your material and how do you market that with a labeling campaign? Um, there could be a lot of different elements. Another aspect is um, it's, it's part of marketing are the sustainability reports. You're reporting and communicating what you're doing and how you're performing um, for the sustainability elements. Um, those are all different integrated program areas that a company can, can assess. The important factor is to look at what makes the most sense for your organization, for what you do in terms of a service or what you produce, and what are the stakeholder concerns that you can address? That's the most important thing. Thanks, I think it makes a lot of sense when you say that there's you know, not one size fits all, but it must suit to the organization and, and the reasonable areas that can be addressed or should be addressed specific to that organization. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have just that, that one solution um, but that's, you know, kind of the spirit of where we are today is in developing that together. So Absolutely. let me finally ask you one additional question. What changes have you made or should you, or so, sorry, or should be made this year specific to marketing in an eco-friendlier way? Sure. Uh, I'll talk about a project that I'm working on with two clients of mine. Uh, I work in an industry where I primarily work in hazardous materials um, and hazardous waste. And I have two different customers who have processes where they have byproducts. One customer has acetic acid in bulk volumes. Another has hydrogen peroxide. Both are key components in the production of peroxyacetic acid, which is a very effective disinfection agent that when it degrades, it degrades into oxygen and water, which is environmentally friendly. 
So we're working together to look at how to refine their byproducts um, independently so that they can be used into a production process to make what's known as peroxyacetic acid. And the intent is to use that to market for um, disinfection. So it's a very exciting project and um, it's a great uh, example of looking at life cycle analysis as well as design for the environment in what your product design is. Meaning we're creating a disinfectant and disinfectant that doesn't have um, a, a negative impact on the environment when it degrades. Whereas like a chlorine base, um, you'd have chlorine residue. That's amazing. And I know as an environmental scientist, you're more on science than I am. But um, as I understand, you're taking two negatives and making a positive, correct? Absolutely. And we're saving both organizations literally tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in disposal costs, making this into a saleable um, product. And then they'll market that in some way. I absolutely assume. absolutely both both organizations are um fairly large they have actually sustainability programs and market campaigns so this will be an opportunity for them to communicate to their stakeholders how they have reassessed this byproduct and figured out ways to turn it into an actual saleable product and eliminate the negative impacts from the disposal it's awesome Thank you, Bill. And thank you for you and the work that you're doing um, on our journey to be more eco-friendly. Um, I'd like to reiterate your key takeaways for our audience here. Um, first, eco-marketing provides a competitive advantage and communicating the good that you do actually provide um, is, a, is a positive for companies. The second being uh, a credible and trustworthy authenticity within your eco-marketing and align that with your stakeholders and ensure as you develop that, that that there's a communication throughout the process highlighting the priorities with those stakeholders. And thirdly, that there's not one size fits all and any solution must suit the organization uh, size and also what is reasonable for their for them to actually address. So that's a wrap. Remember, it's our individual micro decisions every day that collectively will make the big difference. So what are you doing just a little greener today?